Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Interesting stories, storylines with these quarterbacks. You know, Matthew Stafford, both of them number one picks. Stafford could not deliver, you know, as well as anybody in Detroit. Had some good years, obviously put up some big numbers, but never was able to turn him into a consistent winner. And that's one thing about Stafford. Like, even number one picks, and and some of them are just straight busts, but most great quarterbacks, even if they don't win a Super Bowl, they turn their team into a perennial playoff. Yes. You know, like most years they're making the playoffs. He didn't even do that. No, Chris, that's my biggest argument when people talk about him and even the numbers. It's not like – like he had to win a Super Bowl to validate him, but they were not there. Like like he was supposed to lift like Joe Burrow just did, Chris, in and, two and, years. And in fairness, Burrow's done something no other. No, I know, but I'm saying, and I'm year. not saying that Matt had to take him to a Super Bowl, but he changed the culture right. and lifted right. the organization. Would you say that? Yes. yes and Stafford absolutely. didn't do that in 12 years in Detroit. Right. And, and you had great players. And you had Calvin Johnson, a first ballot wide receiver, Hall of Famer. Most wide receivers don't get in on the first ballot. Right. It's very very difficult. And Dominican Sue, Nick Fairley, they had some good pieces on the defense. And Jim Caldwell, and Jim, coach. who went to the Super Bowl, yep. Chris. So I like when people act like he had nothing. Oh my God, you know what? You he didn't have anything. Come right. on, man, don't don't do everybody else like that. No, I think that's wrong. That, that's that's fair. Um, on the other side, of course, as you mentioned, Joe Burrow, and you know he is just taking the league by storm right now. And we we say it all the time, Rob. And we were first guessers on this. I don't we, even we, say guessers. We just came out strong when everybody was saying he shouldn't go. Don't there. go to the Bengals. Oh, it's a terrible ruin your career. We said no. If you're that guy, go there and turn them around. Absolutely. Most number one picks go to bad teams. That's how they got the number one. That's pick. the nature of right. it, right? And Cincinnati, furthermore has been the Super Bowls. They, they're not, again, I, I'm no excuse for Stafford, but they're not the Detroit Lions. They are, they've been to Super Bowls before. I get it, you want to say they're cheap and things like that, but they have put together legitimate football teams, period. And so obviously he went there and the rest is history and we'll see how great that history gets on Sunday. But Rob, Joe Burrow is getting a ton of comparisons to... Tom Brady, Von Miller, who's going to face him on Sunday, the edge rusher for the Rams linebacker. Um, Boomer Esiason, the former Bengals quarterback, has compared him to Tom Brady. Uh, Rex Ryan has compared him to Tom Brady. Uh, and here's Von Miller talking about it. You know, it's the Joe Burrow show. Don't don't forget it now. This this yeah. this guy is the real deal. Um, I don't like making comparisons to, you know, anybody else. Joe Burrow is his own guy, but – you definitely see shades of uh, of Tom Brady in this guy, man. You know, the moment is not too big for him. All right, Rob, you you don't like these comparisons. No, I don't. And if he's just talking about, like, moments, then maybe that's different. If he's talking about he's t- Tom Brady wasn't this good. 
uh, year two in the NFL. Tom Brady was a game manager who moved the ball downfield so that they could kick field goals. Tom Brady wasn't. Uh, so you're I'll, saying it's an insult? Like Joe most Burrow's people are saying better. it's not fair to Burrow just no, because I think Joe Burrow's better. I think Joe Burrow's better wow. at this point than where Tom Brady was, Chris. I am. Okay. I do. Because I don't I don't think that that Patriots Make team was a, was about Tom Brady. It was about the defense and about kicking and Tom Brady was a game manager. That first Super Bowl Tom Brady scored exactly one touchdown in the post through one touchdown in the entire postseason. That's it. I'm not, I'm not, they won the Super Bowl, Chris. I'm not knocking it, but that ain't what Joe Burrow is. I'm sorry. I think Joe Burrow is light years ahead. I'm not saying he's going to beat Tom Brady. I'm not going to say, Chris, he's going to win more than Tom Brady or he's going to be better than Tom Brady or whatever. But I'm talking about if you look at the first two years and he missed what? Seven games last year with injury? He played, yeah, he played 10, I believe. Right, yeah. he missed six. And they were two and seven, two, seven and one. Two, seven and one, yeah, right, when he missed those year. games? Right. So he hadn't even played. He's played like a season and a half. And where he has and what he's been able to do here without a, a coach like Bill Belichick well, in place. I'm just saying, okay, I'm just okay. saying like a veteran coach, case. a veteran and coach. A, and I'm a counter. And I, and I just don't, I don't think they're the same. I really don't. Okay, I, Joe Burrow individually, I would say, is probably ahead of where Brady was. He came in as the number one pick. He led a team to a national championship. Tom Brady, you know, barely didn't have played a great at Michigan. Michigan. Right. right, played. You know, his last year he did a few things, but was the 199th pick. So I, I get all that, but I will say this, Rob, because I think. It, I think you just did it, and I think a lot of people overstate. Oh, Brady was nothing. Brady was just this. Like, he was just Mac Jones right now. And he wasn't. The facts are the facts. The New England Patriots, under Bill Belichick, were 5-11 and 11 the year before Brady took over for Drew Bledsoe. And Bledsoe was a Pro Bowl, four-time Pro Bowl quarterback. They were 0-2 with Bledsoe starting when he got hurt, and then Brady comes in. So 5-13 and 13 they were. And Brady steps in, and they go on this tear. They go 11-3 and three over the rest of the season and obviously go ahead to win the Super Bowl. So I'm just saying he did turn that team around. There's no evidence that had Drew Bledsoe just stayed at quarterback that he would have done that as good as he was individually. Because he hadn't done it. And Bill Belichick at that point, Rob, Bill Belichick had coached six years in the NFL, had made the playoffs once, and had been fired once. And so Bill Belichick was no – at that point, nobody was thinking more of Bill Belichick than they're thinking of Zach Taylor. Yeah, but, Chris, you know what? So you're looking at history. No, these are all – and hold on, here's the last thing. Yeah, let me me, me straighten you out on that. But here's the last thing. Tom Brady, just like Joe Burrow, in Joe Burrow's, this is his second year as a starter. In Tom Brady's second year as a starter, he led the league in touchdown passes. Everybody, oh, he was just handing the ball off. He led the league in touchdown passes with 28. And we know, we said it before, his second year as a starter, 2002. So we can't act like Tom Brady, like I said, was just Mac Jones throwing little check downs all the time. He was a doing good. He was playing ball. 
And so, again, I'll give you that Burrow is more prolific at this point individually. But let's not act like Tom Brady, just anybody could have stepped so, in and, so and year, won those year two, Super Bowl. Year two for Tom Brady. 60, at, that he played. 64% completion, 18 touchdowns. Well, 62% his second year. 64 what I saw. Well, that's his. You got his third year in the league was his second year as a starter. No, I'm giving you his second year, just second year in the league. Well, I'm that's the year they won the Super Bowl. 18 touchdowns, 12 picks, 190 yards, quarterback rating of 86.5. Joe Burrow, 70% completion, 34 touchdowns, 14 picks, 289, quarterback rating 108.3. Rob, that playoffs. Okay, I'm just giving you the playoff that's scenario Brady's we're talking rookie, about. That's his first year he played. Brady well, had, he did go to win the Super Bowl. So. Brady, right. Brady had uh, went three and zero in the playoffs. There, sixty two percent, one touchdown, one pick, seventy seven quarterback rating. Joe Burrow, three and zero, sixty nine percent completion, four touchdowns, two picks, ninety six uh, quarterback rating, and then Burrow went on the road and beat the number one seed. Jordan Ness. Their win against they, Tennessee wasn't about Burrow. No, I'm talking about the, the big win. It was about win. Ryan Tannehill. I'm, I'm talking about the big win against Mahomes and the Jordan Ness Mahomes, I should say, and the, and the Chiefs. They were down 21-3 to on the road to a team that had gone to the Super Bowl the last couple of years, right, two years in a row, going for three, and he pulls that out on the road. That was an impressive for a guy who it missed. It was. But and to, I'm just saying, I'm I don't, just saying I'm just, you're, you're talking about I think Tom he's Brady better. like he didn't do anything. No, no I said, he, and you, I said and you, Joe Burrow's you fudge, better. You just Joe fudged Bur- something. Joe Burrow's better. Better than what? In his second year, in his second year than Tom Brady. Did he Brady. lead the league in touchdowns No, he year? said he played better than Brady. Did he lead it the league in touchdowns? It ain't about just leading about touchdowns. I'm talking but about. But you just sat here and read off stats number. like it's all about stats. No, but and I'm now giving you're you. Say it's not about stats. No, because that doesn't. I'm telling you what a guy did with a with a franchise that hadn't been to the Super Bowl since 1989. Was New England great? Was what? New England great before yeah, Tom Brady? Yeah, they were pretty good. Really? Chris, they yes. were garbage. No, they weren't. They, they were, were pretty good. They Stop were not now. good. Come they have been to two Super Bowls. Brady wouldn't. They even, were garbage. Brady wouldn't have even played if if what you got blood so didn't get hurt. You're right. He wouldn't even played. Right. I mean, he. Obviously, he didn't enter the league like Joe okay, Burrow. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. But he took the job from no, a four-time Pro Bowl. He didn't take the job. He got it because somebody got hurt. They could have put Bledsoe back in. Did they do it? Well, you're not. If things are working out, you don't have to make a change. He if never got his out. job back. It's not like he tore things it up, work. Chris. He let him to he the Super Bowl. He had one touchdown in the whole playoff. Stop it, Joe Burrow. Stop making it like he he led them. He did not. Joe Burrow. He did not. Wait, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Joe Burrow has had two touchdowns and two interceptions in the last two games. Joe Burrow, and again, I like Burrow. My main point is you're sitting here trying to poo-poo Tom Brady as a rookie. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with one touchdown in three playoff games. You know what? But he won the Super Bowl. That's incredible. Yeah, because they had a great defense. Really? And they had a great kicker. Why were were they 5-11 a year before? It was about Adam Benetieri and and Bill Belichick's defense. Stop it, Chris. Stop giving Tom Brady so much credit. When they beat the Rams. 13 to 3. Tom Brady had no touchdowns in that. Is that did he win that Super Bowl too? Yeah. He okay. Did, actually. Right. He's got a ring for it, so he won. Ridiculous. It. Let me ask Just you. Just be fair. L- let me ask Just be fair. Can you be fair and let a brother get a word in Get in. Talk. Talk. Why, if the Patriots were so good, 
Why were they 5-11 and 11 the year before? The defense break? wasn't good enough, Chris. How about that? But they had the great build. How Delich? about that? It wasn't, it wasn't Look, put together Rob, yet. Rob, here's the deal. You, you just think, no, you Chris. Ah, it's me. either Bill Belichick or Tom Brady. They had a great defense. Why don't you give the defense I, credit? I do. No, you don't. I, Rob, you think that by yelling that you're gonna win an it's argument? It's called passion. Every, no, it's called foolishness. It's called passion. It's called. Can you let a brother talk? Like you're yelling and interrupting. That's how you're gonna try to win the debate. Try, but let's let's. Eat. I'm. I let you talk. So let me talk. I'm not saying the defense wasn't great. What I am saying is I'm pointing out facts. You're pointing out feelings because your panties are in a bunch. All right? I'm pointing out facts. And the fact is the New England Patriots were a more rebund franchise before Tom Brady took over. Bill Belichick was a coach who had made the playoffs one time in six years before Tom Brady took over. They were 5-11 and 11 the year before Tom Brady took over, and 0-2 and that season with Drew Bledsoe. Okay, can I give so you five? So what facts? I'm saying is give – I'm not saying he was uh, Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning his second year. What I am saying is don't act like all the, anybody could have stepped in there and done what he did because Belichick and the defense were so great. That's all I'm saying. The Patriots' defense in 2000 was 17th in the league, and the next year when Tom Brady became Tom Brady, it became the sixth best defense. There's a huge difference, Chris Broussard, between 17th, middle of the pack, and top five or six. That's well, when, the Patriots, that's when the Patriots got good. Then why were they 0-2 with Bledsoe in that defense? Why couldn't Bledsoe win with that defense? Huh? Why couldn't Bledsoe win with that? Man, get on the air. You can talk to this dude later. Why couldn't Bledsoe win with that defense? He's a four-time Pro Bowl. <laughs> what do you mean? The defense was bad. He got hurt, no, Chris. No, they were 0-2. He got hurt. They were 0-2 with Bledsoe. He got hurt. They were 0-2. Okay. So that was the sixth-best defense in the league. They were 0-2. They but couldn't maybe, win with Bledsoe. But maybe they got better the defense oh, as the season okay. went on. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe Brady is, changed the culture. What are the sixth-best defense? Maybe Brady changed the culture. They were the sixth-best defense from the first two games. Is that what you're telling me? Well, you don't even that know. Year. It was that year. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they couldn't get better year. as they go okay. on. Okay, okay. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in. Are the Tom Brady-Joe Burrow comparisons unfair to Joe Burrow? I mean, because he's so much better than Tom Brady. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Our next guest set numerous NFL and Seattle Seahawks franchise records in his legendary career. Still looking good, too, man. Yes, he's here (laughs) on Radio Row at the L.A. Convention Center promoting Cafe Momentum, which is an award-winning nonprofit restaurant initiative providing 12-month paid internships and life-changing support to young people exiting the juvenile justice system. And I know Sean well. He's a great friend and a great brother. We're honored to have you, man. Absolutely. How are you? Brothers, this is good, man. I'm I'm so hyped to be here. Radio Row, I ain't been down here in a minute. (laughs) And it's still a lot of people doing a lot of shows out here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you look like you could still play, man. You still staying in shape. I could give you a carry (laughs) on the goal line. Okay. No, what, but at the, the goal, those on the carries line. on the goal line but, in Seattle are. are but at the goal line, they're going to throw the ball into right. the end zone. 
<laughs> hey, hey, not if I was there. You know we wouldn't have left the huddle. Dude, but say, what? You would have been right. like, give me the ball. Hey, hey, give me a time. Give me the ball. <laughs> right. when, you, when you were watching that, I don't know people in Seattle. There. You were there. We couldn't believe it. Could you, you couldn't believe it. Would you have, real talk, would you have said to Russ in the huddle, look, give me the ball? Well, we were different now. So, Hasselbeck was the quarterback. So, I would have been like, Matt, would, no. Why? Right. Do it, Matt. You know right. what I mean? Because, like, we had situations before where coach would call quarterback sneaks at the time and we wouldn't get it. And right. I'd be like, Matt, what you doing? Just give me the ball. We'll no, 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 right, right. 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 But so, that one with the best – he was – Marshawn Lynch was the best running back in the league. He had over 120 yards in that Super Bowl. Right. He was playing well. There was no reason not to do that. You know – I, I, I heard Pete when we all went in the locker room afterwards. Everybody was giving all kind of praise the Lord, kind of messages to each other, right? <laughs> and uh, and uh, Pete, he did the best job that I've ever seen a coach do for that situation. He comes there and says, hey, everybody come here. Let's talk about this right now. This is my fault. Mm. He said, I, 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 the clock was running down. I just thought if I throw it on second down, we'll run it on third down if we don't get it. We'll call timeout and we run it on fourth down. And everybody was like, oh. So, like, there was, like, a little bit of a plan. Now, I mean, me, me don't being buy me, that. Right. I don't me, buy me, it. me would have been like, that. you know, you could have ran, ran it on second down. Right. Could have ran it on third down. Could have called timeout, ran it on third down, and then, you know. or right. you know, Even the announcers doing the game, which I remember, they were like, <laughs> they should let the, the Patriots should let. Right. See, right. score. That's right. what they said because right. that made sense to try to get the ball back, Give right? More time. Yes. Right. That was crazy. But anyway. That was wild. Now, Sean, you played in a Super Bowl, of course. And, and what – I mean, you're here now in this environment. I'm sure you come every year. But yeah. what would you say to the players to, ha- to enable them to perform to their best? Because it's such a different environment yeah. than your normal game. It's a different game. And, you know, like I used to say that I was a guy that was like, you know, I was like probably like the last breed of like you're going to get the ball 30-something times. Right. So Those days run. are over, you right. You set the game up. Right. And so you're jabbing at people. I'm going to run. Hey, I see this linebacker. I'm just going to run and run into him and, and get hit and get tackled. And next time I'm going to give him a little something and go outside. And you don't set nothing up in the Super Bowl. Every play is be get as much yards as you can on this play. And it's really because the timeouts are so, like, it's Every so, possession, so, right? Yeah. And then you got the, the halftime is like, you know. You, right. Uh, an hour and a half. Everybody's right. refreshed. Right. Like, you couldn't wear anybody out. And so, That's a good point. And so I would tell all the running backs especially, hey, get the four yards, get the five yards. Like, unfortunately, this is more of a coaching game than mm. the regular season game. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Because – you know, if you break a long run, it's because you just hit the hole and somebody missed you. Do, do you That's like this NFL uh, with all the passing? Some of the great running backs wouldn't even be able to play today. They don't even consider. Yeah. I mean, I look at it and it's mind-boggling because we always talk, Chris and I, about if you go look at the old passing records or whatever, guys didn't throw 50 times a game. But quarterbacks might have thrown 18 times because yeah. a running back was running 30 times or, That's you right. know, uh, or – this game is totally it different. It must bother you because yeah, you just don't see it. Other than Derrick Henry, that's the only It's one. different. You know what I mean? And and some of it, like, guys don't even train you like that no more. So Derrick still trains. Like right. He's on the, and, and I look around now, and I'm like, Najee Harris is the only one that I know, like, could, could go be that guy. Hey, we, we need 30-something carries out of you for the next three weeks. You know what I mean? Wow. So, but like everybody else is now, they've all conformed into it. So right. now they're all like, they're, they're, I'm the quick guy. You know, I'm the guy that's going to get the ball three or four times, you know, a game. And, and everybody's happy. And throw me a screen. Where I just remember looking at the sidelines and giving Coach Hunger that look like, yo, what we doing? You know, right, right. Need a rock. Now, now, Ricky Waters was there when I was a rookie. And so he showed me that that was okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so because Ricky was so like, hey, what like, you doing? 
know what you know. Like, Can you get me out of here? Yeah, like, right, right. Yeah, and so because he did that, I thought, oh, okay, that must be normal, you know. And so, so that was kind of how we did it. But like, the running backs today, they're just way more comfortable, you know. So we, I finished my year was with the Redskins and Alfred Morris, who's like a little brother right, to me. Right. I would say, hey, why you come out of the game in the red zone? He's like, oh, well, you know, they're trying to sort of, no, 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 no. You tell them you want to stay in <laughs> because you've just now made yourself um, able to be cut. Now you just right. got to find another runner. That's and, like, literally, like, he was like, oh, man, I, I can't do that. I'm, I, you know, I ain't like you. I ain't going to be, like, bullheaded. I was like, I know, man, but I'm just telling you. And so you look up, and the Redskins were like, man, like, he. He don't score a touchdown yeah, for back us. Yeah, back-to-back right, right. back thousand-yard back seasons, four touchdowns. I'm like, yeah, if them were, if them were 10. Now you're the highest paid running back in the NFL. Right. You know what? They used to do that in Detroit right. with Barry Sanders. I hated that. Like, Barry Sanders came out at the goal line, you know. And, and, Some of that and was that. the way Barry ran. Because Bar- Barry was, was susceptible yeah. for being caught in the backfield sometimes, you know. Right. That's true. And so, yeah, yeah. But, so, but he he wasn't used like an Emmitt Smith who got all those touchdowns, yeah. you know, because he stayed in, Chris. Right. Emmitt Smith could catch, and he could score from close. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm out of my game after – after Tony Dorsett, I'm like a bigger version of Tony Dorsett, and then I read, I did all the red zone behind uh, Marcus Allen, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then and then I I wanted to learn like Emmitt. I was like, how is he getting all these yards? Because Emmitt doesn't like he doesn't blow you away with right. speed or right. power, but he knew how to get behind blockers, and he had some. He great had a great moves. line, no, so, absolutely. So I was like, okay, so if I can can burst through holes like Tony Dorsett, hide behind blockers like Emmett, and then can kind of man up in the red zone like Marcus Allen, I'm going to have a good career. And that's what I did. Well, <laughs> you did, and we announced you as the NFL MVP. We didn't put Hall of Famer there, but you got a heck of a case. Five straight 1,000-yard seasons, yeah. led the league in rushing. Like I said, MVP one year, almost 120 yards a game. What, what do you think, I mean – Obviously, you want to be in, but yeah. why do you think? Like, I know you're looking at guys like, man, how am I not in there? Yeah. What are your thoughts on on just this whole process? It gets wild because you know I get here and you know and I see Jerome and and Emmett and you know and we're talking. On, I saw Marshall the other day. You know, I mean, they're all, all these guys like, yo, you know, Gold Jacket, what's up? You know, what I mean, and I'm like, y'all, like, I'm not, I'm not in. Right, right, right. <laughs> and they're all like, how you not in? Like, you know, right. so all the greats are like, they all treat me like I'm like I'm in. And I'm just not in it. So I, it, it gets weird because to me, like, you know, you look at it and I, I feel like part of it is I get compared to um, Emmett and Ladanian who played 15, 14, right. 15, 16 right. years. And, and I probably played about seven. You right. Know? right. <laughs> you, See, know? you know what? I, I, now I vote for the Baseball Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And I just think that the, the structure and like numbers, like there's like certain benchmarks you can yeah. look at. And like if you get... Uh, three thousand hits in a career. You yep. get you get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Or if you hit five hundred, like there, I don't. I think the NFL needs some sort of parameters because it's all over the place. And yeah. I don't even think like guys who are Hall of Famers know what gets you in. Do you see what I'm saying? I agree. Do you agree, agree. with that? Because I would say like you know, hundred touchdowns. Right. Right. Like there's certain numbers right. that should be. If you get a hundred touchdowns, you should be in. Or you and if you get a certain amount exactly of yards. Exactly on a hundred. Yeah. You know, yep. uh, something like that. Yeah. A benchmark. And I think that's why people don't know who's a Hall of Famer. 27 touchdowns in a year. Yeah. Can you I mean, imagine that? That's what I had know. 27 in one year. Hidden I mean, secret. I set, out, I set out nine quarters in that year. Did you really? Wow. I came, out two games, came out two games at halftime, five other games. I came out in the fourth quarter. Wow. Before, before the fourth quarter started. So you didn't wow. play at all. In nine quarters. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's incredible. In 16 games, too. Yeah. Now they're playing 17. So <laughs> How about the, the new, new – all these – some of these younger coaches – uh, we've seen uh, in, in uh, with, with the Chargers, the fourth going Man, down for it, 
uh, on fourth down in their own territory. Have you watched that? Yeah. And, and, and I know it's like, oh, you're so old school and, you know, there's all these analytics and you guys are dinosaurs and we're living this this uh, uh, Madden life, you yeah. know, just going Everybody's for it. Everybody's playing am video I, games. Am I I'm, right? Like, yeah. like what do you, what, when you see guys some of it. Guys will admit to learning the game from Madden. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, really, it's, no, but, you know, like I'm walking around and then people saying, that, oh, I know you from Madden. I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> well, dude, I put my foot down in the game. Like, I, you know I, what I mean? Played. Like, I played. Right. I, I actually played. Real. Right. I played. Yeah, right. I was getting down. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, fantasy football. I'm like, oh, oh forget God. it. Hey, you're absolutely right. But we saw that in that – the game that cost the Chargers when they played the Raiders, they went for it. What was that, Rob G done? Fourth they went for it fourth and two on their own on their own eighteen yard yeah. line. Yeah, crazy. Ridiculous. But you know, but don't you think like that happened a little bit with the Kansas City even playing the Bengals? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I heard Romo talking about like, oh well, man, they should just kind of run out the clock, and I'm like, dude. Score! Score! Right. Stop playing what around. What, right. Score the touchdown! Like right. get the game and get the game over with. Like because then you just say, hey, you know what? If he's got them and he can beat us with ten seconds, you're right. I mean, thirteen seconds could possibly be ten. You, right. you know right. what I mean? Like right. come on! Like just score the touchdown. All right, Sean, tell us about Cafe Momentum. I mentioned it earlier, but tell us about it. I saw it when I came in. It had. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Cafe Venom is it's it's pretty cool, man. I, I uh, I'm an ambassador for a group called Stand Together. So it's about 700 of the uh, successful businessmen, women, and philanthropic leaders in the country. And what they have done is they go find a way to help people that are poor or poverty or things that have been affected by poverty. And so uh, one of their organizations that they put money into was Cafe Momentum. And I just saw it and I, I met Chad Hauser, who was a celebrity chef in Dallas. And and uh, he actually put, um, he spent some time at a juvenile center teaching kids how to cook. Mm. And uh, and, wow. and, um, and he what he did was he put them in a, in a cooking contest against a culinary school. And they, one of the kids won. That's unbelievable. That's that is up. amazing. But the it kid, tells you what you can do. That's right. When you don't, you, you put, like the, put, just, put the right people around right, them. And the kids right. jumping up and down. I'm going to work at a restaurant when I get old. I'm thinking either Taco Bell or oh. Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> and so he knew, oh, wait a minute. So this kid ain't ever been outside of anything. Right, right, right. right. He don't even know. Like, he can work at a real restaurant. That's right. right. So he, he changed the company to be a foundation, that's a great. nonprofit. And he, uh, he said he started taking in all the kids in the juvenile system in Dallas. And so kids, instead of going to a juvie center, they'll come and work for him. So now they still stay at home, but they have to have so many hours working with him. And they have social workers, psychologists. All the help that program. they need, yeah. He put aunties and uncles around them. And, uh, and these kids' lives are changed. So the recidivism oh. out there is 15%. Normally, wow. in most places, it's 50 Right. But it's 15% there. But the, the, that's the bottom. The success stories, these other 85% of the kids. Got to be true. They're now college, college graduates. They're, you know, one, one of the girls that we love, Lil Maya, she's working as a, as a nurse assistant at, at, at the awesome. Children's Hospital. Oh. And so I saw it, and I just thought, we should put this in every NFL city. And so that was a simple goal, and I called up the NFL and was like, hey, I want y'all to see this. Let's throw a dinner. Let's start having these parties. And we started. so we started in Dallas. We just, we just broke, ground, broke ground in Nashville and in Pittsburgh, and we're going to announce Friday that we're going to start the process of breaking ground in L.A., that and is then, awesome, uh, Yeah, man. so it's really cool. We, we've got the That's next three work. cities lined up, yeah. too. Yeah, well, congratulations on that. That's and, good stuff, uh, Great man. having you That's here, man. No and uh, keep doing your thing. Yeah, man, it's going to be good, man. Thank you all for y'all. I love y'all show. Yep, thank, thank you. you. NFL MVP Sean Alexander. You don't Get see that many brothers hall. doing radio Get together. Get him in the hall. <laughs> all right, yeah. Odd Couple, keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern 
4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. But, Rob, we are here for the Super Bowl. So it's let's, cold in here, isn't it? It, it is. You see Rob it. G., you got no ja- nothing on your sleeves. Are you cold? I was perks of being husky uh, that you'll never you understand, go. Chris Broussard. Nah, I, I, we I, I, all got jackets on. Are you hairy? You look, are you a hairy guy? I don't think so. Hair all over your. You I know mean, I have, I have hair. I have man back. hair, but I don't think I have it on my back or okay. anywhere that you wouldn't expect it to be. If he took his shirt off, you would think he had a chinchilla on his back. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> there you go, Alex. Thank you. All right. Well, like I said, let's go to the N- NFL. Um, and talk about this Super Bowl. And, Rob, a lot of – was it Sean McVay that came out? Who was it no, that it came out? No, it was a coach. No, it was it was, their, it was their defensive coordinator. Raheem right? Morris, defensive right, coordinator. Right, right, right. Defensive right. coordinator for the Rams said they want to win this Super Bowl for Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald has said of all the things he's done, he's obviously accomplished just about everything you could except winning a they Super Bowl. They better be careful. He's talking themselves. about it, Rob, a lot. Like, you know, like a quarterback would, where we obviously we, we judge quarterbacks very much by Super Bowls. We don't tend to do that with most other positions, if any other position. Not, not, not any position. Running backs, you certainly don't. Uh, receivers, you don't. It's nice to get rings, of course, but yeah, you want to be on a team know, that wins. Right. But it ain't like, oh yeah, so and so, he's a running back. Right. He had three rings. Nobody it says that. Mean you weren't. I, as good, I don't know right. how many rings. Oh, uh, um. Franco Harris won. I don't. Well, he won four. But, I, but I'm just saying, right, right. On those, but I'm just saying, like, that ain't that ain't fixed into my head right. about Franco Harris. Right. Yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't. You're not going to put Franco Harris ahead of O.J. Simpson. Right, because O.J. never won. won. Right. right, right. So, or Barry Sanders, for that matter. Um, but what do you think of this? I mean, he is a defensive player. One of the best. Most would say the best of this generation. Do you think it will enhance his legacy or anything? Not at all. Not at all? Not at all. Wow. I just don't think that we look at defensive players that way. I I really don't, Chris. Uh, I hate to break it to him, but if they win the Super Bowl, they'll probably give the MVP to Matthew Stafford, not to him. Uh, they've been great defensive. If he does just about anything, he'll win the Super You know, Stafford. Yeah, just about. Uh, other than throwing three does. picks and they right. win. You know what I mean? Like, right. for real. Uh, they've been great defensive performances. We talked about it before. Even last year, Chris, they shut out Patrick Mahomes, right? He got no points in the Super Bowl. Nobody on the defense got any any prize. Nobody got anything. They won. They scored points. Brady was the MVP. They, they shut Patrick Mahomes out. 
Right. They got nothing for that. Nobody. Well, well unless you get you, you do. I mean, you could give it to the defense, but I guess. But you know, even you even pick an individual. Even in, uh, I'm just saying, like normally, that's just not unless it's a game deciding play. Who was the guy for the Raiders? Uh, no, was it Larry Brown, Rob G? Uh, who am I thinking of when they, when the Steelers played in the Super Bowl? The guy got to two interceptions against the Steelers. I thought it was. Did he get MVP? Yeah, he did. And he got he, he, he was like a DB. He got two interceptions. Look it up. Larry Brown was his name. He got Rob G. He got uh, two interceptions, won the MVP, got a big contract the next year for another team, and was out of the league three years later. Am I right? Yeah. Who was that? Le- Go ahead. I'm looking it up right Larry now. Brown, Super Bowl thirty. Right. Who was M- Super Bowl MVP? You right, Super just Bowl right. thirty. Oh, that was way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Am I right? Just right. right. Yep. Way back. Two interceptions. He, he had, had two th- interceptions. He wasn't a big name player. No, he, he had three interceptions, two in the second half. Right, and and he got the MVP. Right. But normally, that's not how it goes. Was was he with the Raiders? Who was he with? I'm not thinking Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys, and they were playing Pittsburgh. And then he signed with the Raiders. Got that fat deal. That's why I knew the Raiders were involved. He got right. a big deal after that, Chris. But normally we don't look at defensive players. When I think of Lawrence Taylor, Lawrence Taylor won two championships. I never bring that up with him. I think of what he did defensively and how he, uh, you know, reshaped how the importance of that position, how people started drafting players to go up against him, right, to block him and to try to protect the quarterback. So I don't look at Lawrence Taylor and go, he won two championships with the Giants. I know he did. But I don't put that on his record. I think defensive players are different. I tend to agree with you. So for the most part, like we started off the conversation, yeah, we, we don't tend to judge any other position by that. But what I will say is this, Rob. Most of the other legendary defensive players, not Hall of Famers, I'm talking about the guys that are the elite of the elite, of the elite, Ray Lewis, Charles Woodson, Rod Woodson, Ronnie Lott, Mike Singletary, um, the mean Joe Green. Like the guys that we think of, like we think of Aaron Donald, Lawrence Taylor, to your point. They, most of them, not every single one, but most of them did win Super Bowls. And I, maybe that's why we think of them as more legendary. You're right. We don't name, oh, Lawrence Taylor got two. Ray Lewis, what did he get? One. You know, like, like we, we don't say it like that. But do we think of Mike Singletary maybe a little more than Brian Erlacher? Because Singletary did play on that great defense in Chicago that won the Super Bowl. You know, so I, I, I think that matters. I, I, I'm with you in that it's not like quarterbacks. But as I began to think about this, I was like, you know what? The guys at Deion Sanders, like the defensive, there are some. The one, the biggest one I can think of that didn't is Bruce Smith. Okay. And he played on a team that went to to four, four Super Bowls. Reggie White won the Super Bowl. Like, most, and again, I know there's a few out there. Jack Youngblood with the Rams, he never won a Super Bowl. J.J. Watt obviously hasn't won. And I think with J.J., a lot of it, we will think of John he Randall. Was, he was you remember fantastic. John Randall with the Vikings? Yeah, I mean, was, there's a number of guys. There's some, what, but I think most of the ones. That's fair. I'm just. Do we talk about John Randall? as great, and he was awesome. But do we talk about him like we talk about Reggie White? 
Do we talk about uh, uh, Junior Seau like we talk about? He was a great, though. He was. But do we talk about him like we talk about Ray Lewis? I think that when you win a Super Bowl, no. it does – I don't know if it raises you in stature a little or all most of the guys at that level did win. And, again, okay. you're right. There's some. So, so let me ask you this. Troy Palomalu won if, a Super Bowl. If, if they lose no, – if Joe Burrow throws four touchdowns and they beat the Rams, right – no one's going to say, ah, oh, you know, uh, uh, Aaron Donald uh, lost the Super Bowl or he couldn't, he couldn't stop Joe Burrow. Like, it won't be on him. That's why I don't think he gets I, the credit. But I think there will be some. Like, if they only sack Burrow once. You think that they'll. Burrow, t- I, I, look, nobody's going to say Aaron Donald's not this awesome guy. But that we will say you couldn't get that, that paper machete offensive line and you're, you're the best player in you're this say, generation you're and say, you couldn't get to the quarterback? Right, right. You know I'm what just I mean? saying, yeah, but I don't think that he would get if they lose and, and Burrow has a great day or whatever. I just don't think people are going to hold it against them. I think somewhere it won't be like a quarterback. It won't right, be right. like they That's hold what I'm against saying, Stafford. Right. And yeah. Stafford, those two picks, uh, oh, yeah, it's going right. to be hell to pay. Right. But yeah. I think the people that really, you know, beyond the casual fan, the guys that are really breaking down the game will say, man, they couldn't get to the quarterback. And we thought the Rams were going to – that was a huge advantage for them, and they couldn't get to the quarterback. You know, so I, I heard a, a few weeks ago, I don't know if it was Tony Romo, but there, there was one of the Rams games. And the commentator was saying, you know, one name we haven't mentioned this whole first half is Aaron Donald. Like, so I, I do – I hear you, and I, I obviously nobody gets championship comparisons like quarterbacks. But as I was thinking about it, Rob, so many of the all-time elite of the elite defensive players that we talk about, not every single one, but most of them did win Super Bowls. And it does – I think it does seal their legacy I a just, little bit. I, I just think that when people think of them, it's not that – I'm not saying that having a Super Bowl hurts you or anything. It doesn't. No, right. But I don't think that if you were still – I don't think anybody will say Aaron Donald wasn't a uh, awesome uh, no. defensive I mean, player, one of, the, one of the greatest or whatever, but he didn't win a Super Bowl. Like, like I just don't think – and I'm not saying – that winning doesn't but it, like okay. But, but if it, it comes but down it, to comparing and I, comparing him and Reggie White, do Super Bowls come into play? I don't think so. Rob not defensively. G, do you think not, not at all that Reggie White won? I don't. No, he won one. Okay, he went to Green Bay as a free agent. He was huge. No, I know they won, Chris, but I don't think that. I don't I think, think that's going to be a demerit against Aaron Donald when when you start to lock, lock, you know stack him up, and you'll just be like, he was one of the great defensive players we ever saw. But I think you also think of many of the great defensive players were associated. With a great defense. We think of the Ravens in the early 2000s. Which was an unbelievable we, right. defense. When and Marvin won, Lewis was right. their defensive coordinator. And Ray coordinator. Lewis was the hub. And they won no, a Super Bowl. That. You know, the, the steel and, and, that, and that one, we take it away from the quarterback. That's the, that's the well, one. Yeah, that it one. ain't that often that you do it where you go, uh, anybody could have been a quarterback on that team. Just don't make a bad pick or, th- you know, throw right. the ball away. But and that defense so, like, won. Like, and that's the thing. Like, even – with Singletary and the 85 Bears, 
They had Jim McMahon as a quarterback, right. who wasn't great. No, and, and, the and defense. I, and I now, the bring steel this. curtain got a lot of love, and Bradshaw got a lot of love. That's one where it kind of both sides. But the steel curtain was, you know, everybody was praising him. So. And we talked about the Bears before. It's probably one of the only times, or it probably could have happened before, but when they they the defense, if you remember, Buddy Ryan was the architect of that yep, defense yep, yep. and the defensive coordinator, and they carried him off the field. Right. And the offense carried Mike Ditka off the field. It was right. unbelievable. Like that's how big of a part that defense was. Right. 